0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at it again, talking shop about these movies that are out in theaters. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about a movie I watched this past Friday, December 9th, entitled... Empire of Light to start folks I want to mention the fact that I walked out of the movie theater liking this film because I felt like the messaging in this film it needs to be out there but at the end of it all it just wasn't well put together. Would I recommend it to folks? Honestly? No. You shouldn't have to go out there and spend your money at the movie theater and watch this movie. This is better served, and this is the first time I'm saying this, this is better served for you to watch at home. And... It sucks to say, because Sam Mendez, who's the director of this film, is a fine filmmaker, Academy Award-winning filmmaker, and I thought, hey man, he's just coming off of 1917. This film is another timepiece. It's based in the early 1980s, and the movie seemed to be based around the power of film and how film can affect people in their everyday lives. At least that's what the the trailer seemed to give off. At the end of it all, that's not what it was about. Like I said before, there were too many overlapping messages and points the movie was trying to make. And they didn't come together very well. The performances of Olivia Coldman, Michael Ward, Toby Jones... They were great. So the individual character performances came off well. The introduction of the cast uh, came off as a how do you say the proverbial island of misfit toys. There were people who were co-workers at a local movie theater in the UK in 1980, 1981. And these folks were all different. Outcasts in their own different way. So I felt with that introduction with that introduction of the cast that we were going to get some good depth on all the characters. But that was even a bit of a miss. We got good depth with Olivia Coleman's character, Hillary, which was a tremendous performance. I think we got good depth with Michael Ward's character, Stephen. Um, but with the other cursory characters, not so much, you know, we got some good backstory, the meaning of certain people, um, to certain characters, no real depth from a performance standpoint, right? And to mention the messages not to leave anybody out in the dark that the movie was trying to get across we've got messages of racial discrimination we have messaging about mental health and uh, the use of medication to help control it and what happens to someone who goes off of their medication. That's a movie trope. We, f- we figured something, I'm not too sure if it would have been bad, to, to quote unquote label it bad, but I'm sure something would have happened once you saw that in the movie. Also, the uh, political unrest that was going on in the UK at that point in time also the perception of interracial relationships also, um, infidelity, uh, the, the misuse of power in the workplace. Uh, you know there's just so many different types of messages in the movie but they didn't all come together well enough empire light is described as a film that is set in an english seaside town in the early 1980s empire light is a powerful and poignant story about human connection and the magic of cinema from award-winning director Sam Mendes. The human connection part, completely true. I can understand that. The magic of cinema, not so much. That was a lot that was left to be desired about the film. Um, because the way that the, the trailers made it seem with this grand scope and the backdrop in the movie. um, I felt like it could have been something akin to Italian film Cinema Paradiso. But it felt way short of that. Like I said before, or if I haven't stated it enough, I think the individual performances by the actors were great the screenplay um it was a risk man i think sam mendez was trying something here it was a it was a a lofty attempt but it did fall flat i'll say that um as an overall cohesive story usually I would say the sum of the parts make to be a good movie I thought it was a nice movie I walked away liking it but at the end of the day I can objectively say it's just it could have been done much better. And it's tough. But I feel like the the people have also spoken. Uh, critics here on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, under 139 reviews from critics have given it a 45%. So right now, it is it is far from fresh. And the audience score is about a 65% uh, with less than 50 verified ratings. And it makes sense, folks. It makes sense, at least from my point of view. So I'll say also that there is and I hate to say it because you know it's not my movie you know you're supposed to you're supposed to sit there and try your best to digest the art that someone else is making but if I were to honestly say anything about this movie and this is coming from a man you know society you know men are sexual creatures they like to see you know sex scenes in movies and this movie could have done without any of the sex scenes that were put in there I felt like they were forced and contrived And they would have been better off in the grand scheme of things just insinuating what was going on behind the quote unquote closed doors instead of actually showing it in the movie. The sex scenes or the love scenes, whatever you want to call them, uh, they were a turn off to me and I felt them to be unnecessary to the the greater story and the messaging in the movie now I mentioned um, abuse of power in the workplace and like I stated things could have been insinuated instead of shown and it just yeah it didn't hit me right <laughs> um, it's one of the uh, it's, it's one of the I think it's the f- first uh, sex scenes in the movie that lands within the first 20 minutes of it I was caught off guard by it I understood why it was in there but it was like eh, not necessary and then it's like I also felt like there was an underlying there's an underlying connection in all this where the woman who was uh, in these love scenes Olivia Colman's character she had um, multiple partners and they were all partners who all worked in the same movie theater and nothing ever came across between these folks and that I thought just from a storyline perspective it didn't make much sense to me how they didn't play into like the, the melodrama in there but I guess Sam Mendes just meant to put it in there to mark the stark contrast uh, between the two men that Olivia Coleman's character was involved with but yet again even the interactions the, the love scene interactions she had with the nicer of the two guys I felt those were unnecessary so yeah I'll leave that there. (laughs) Uh, Would I recommend this movie? No. I'm not recommending anyone go out to the theater to watch Empire of Light. Would I recommend you spend time at home watching it on a streaming service? If there's nothing to... To watch, sure. I'll 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 watch this again. But it's not something that's gonna blow you away. It's not something that's gonna captivate you. Um. My expectation of it being something to the accord of the power of film in people's lives gets thrown by the wayside until the very end of the movie and we really just deal with the mental illness of Olivia Coleman's character Hillary throughout the entire movie and how she deals from day to day the good, the bad, and the ugly. Outside of that, I think, like I said, the performances, the individual performances, Olivia Coleman, Michael Ward, uh, Toby Jones was great, Tom Brooke was a... was a good character? I guess you can say... He was the normal one out of the bunch. Um, but he had a good heart and he just wanted uh, people to work in a good environment and be good to one another. Uh, Toby Jones' character Norman. I thought could have had a lot more depth to him find out something about him late in the movie that was surprising yet I think it had to it was like oh man how can I say what you find out about Toby Jones character towards the end of the movie is more of a callback to something Michael Ward explained about himself and his relationship uh, with his estranged father earlier in the movie. Th- that's why I say that the the screenplay and the messaging in the movie wasn't well put together. So yeah, there's that. And it's, you know, my explanation is all over the place because the movie was more or less all over the place, you know? And the performances were great. The, like I said, the backdrop was, was amazing, the location. The film was well directed. I think the, the sound design was well put together the only thing I would have to say about the movie just from a from a color standpoint it was a very dark movie um, very dark and rustic tones used throughout the, throughout the film I know that the UK is usually you know very gloomy and things of that nature but understanding how the light in a movie theater plays off of the floor. There wasn't much light playing off of the floor. Um, I saw that the floor was always more or less dark in comparison to anything else. And the movie being entitled Empire of Light, (laughs) I understood what Sam Mendes was trying to go for, but it just didn't land. And I'll leave you guys with that. No recommendation here. The light that people were trying to shine uh, in other lives, um, the light that works with how films are played in movies like all those different correlations of the word light and how it's used metaphorically I understood where they were trying to go it just didn't go there so yeah folks, that be it for Empire of Light for me. Tomorrow I will be watching the Brendan Fraser movie The Whale. So I'll be back for that. To review that. So please stay on the lookout. Give me a thumbs up. Subscribe. Comment. Let's interact. I hope all y'all are well. And I'll check you guys on the next one.